I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, um, hello everyone. Hello. No, stop, you can't talk over me every hello. single... No, I know, you're, you're, why are you so... Hello. You sound like a ghost. Hello. You sound like well, a camp that's, ghost. That's why, because we're talking about your haunted ghost story. Yeah, but you can't in, just... In Dusseldorf. Hello and welcome back to part two of Private Parts, um, the podcast where I read directly from my diary and expose the most intimate sort of details of my life. As always, here he is. Yes, Francis is here. Hello, Francis. Hello, Francis Bull here. You're not talking... Yes, we know you're here. And we also have the voices in the room. Hello, voices in the room. Hi. Um, who... Do you want to introduce them? Well, I mean, I, I feel like we can. Do you want to introduce yourself, voices in the room? I'm Tom. I'm not actually here. That's just an extra voice. He just, he just runs the laptop. Yes, he's a nerd. Is he running a laptop or is he? He's just a geek, we found. Yeah, you geek. We put him in the corner. Geek. He's actually in a cage. <laughs> I'm kidding. He's not in a cage. Um, you know, also, Francis, you know, do you know the best thing about doing this podcast? Um, where do I start? What is your favourite thing, actually? I want to know. What is your favourite thing about doing the podcast? Uh... I quite like getting, you know, getting a coffee. <laughs> for free. <laughs> for, for free, you know, when I arrive, that's nice. And then, and then, uh, also it's nice, you know, if it's a sunny day, walking home, you know. <laughs> Is that what you listen to it? You've yeah. listened back to your voice? Yeah. That actually reminds me, if you guys, for some insane reason, you haven't listened to the first part of the podcast. Then go back and listen to it. Yeah. On your way to work or... You know, after work. Do you know the best thing about this podcast? 
It's free, Francis. It's free it's, for all. It's free, so subscribe, comment, because also we want you. We need your help as well. So every single episode, we are going to read out or hopefully have a cooler in on the podcast who has a problem, an issue, something wrong in their lives that France and I are going to be agony uncles too. So today we actually have... Because we are completely qualified to yeah. give you advice. It's true. It could be... Based re- on... Because we say so. It could be a relationship problem, a work-related problem, a sex problem, any problem at all. Sex problem? Yeah, we can solve it. What kind of sex problems do you have? Uh, You're a premature ejaculator, aren't you? (laughs) Why why would you assume that I'm a premature ejaculator? Uh, Well, I just heard, you know, we lived together for a while. So (laughs) So you would hear me premature ejaculate? Yes, exactly. (laughs) Oh, shucks. Sorry, Frankie. I actually have a, I have a, very, a very intimate story of Francis and I. <laughs> Can I share? I'll share it. Why not? What? Which story? <laughs> about, do, you, do you remember we bought that flashlight? Oh, no, no, no. We can't talk about <laughs> we that. We can't talk about that? Okay. Fine. We won't talk about that. Um, so, <laughs> Wait, anyway. no, Francis, but listen, listen. We actually, we actually have someone this week who's written into us. Her name is Amy. Um, and she has, a, she has a problem that we want to solve. Amy. Amy Tough. Amy Tough. Amy Tough. So, hi, Amy Tough. Um, thank the you. Tough s- life of Amy. The tough life of Amy. Thank you so. We could actually use you, Amy, um, as a good title. What? Um, use her? <laughs> yes. Her, her, so her, 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 guys, you, Amy. It, why are you all about using women? I'm not. It's just a good name, Amy Tough. Tough life. You could just work with very many puns. You could do with the title. So we could we could basically dedicate the podcast to fixing Amy's life. Exactly. So, shall I read you the email she yeah. wrote? Hi, Jamie and Francis. I broke up with my boyfriend of two years yesterday because he started getting on my nerves and whenever I would go somewhere without him, he would get annoyed. Saying this, I have cheated on him many times and have even been having a thing with a guy in Iceland who I met at a festival last summer, but he doesn't know anything about that. What, who, the guy in Iceland? Well, no, the, the, how, does, how, how is she having a thing with him if he doesn't even know anything about it? <laughs> no, Maybe no. this is an imaginary thing, Amy, I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe no. you should let your feelings be known to him. And then... No, she's basically, what Amy is saying is that she's... Or is it an online thing? No, Amy... Or has she got a shrine? <laughs> what Amy is saying is that she has a boyfriend of two years, she's cheating him, but she... With an Icelandic guy. With an Icelandic guy who she met at a festival, yeah. Firstly, Amy, can we just, you know, the first thing is we all know cheating is not good. It's not a good thing to do. If, so... you, if you're cheating on him, then you really shouldn't be with him. Shouldn't be with him. How? And she continues... I really like this Icelandic guy, and this February break, I went on holiday to Iceland with a friend who was really excited to see him. Turns out he was a dick who completely blew me off till the end of the night, and then when he finally said he could meet up, got with him. I got with him anyway because I was so smitten. Now I'm back at home and have messaged him, but he's not replying to any of my messages, and I feel like an idiot. So during all of this, I broke it off with my boyfriend because of the fact that I was unfaithful and the way he acts, and I was 100% sure that the right thing to do was that. We had the world's best breakup ever and agreed to meet in a month to give each other stuff back and grab a drink. But I'm now realising that we have so much fun together and when I told him I wanted to break up, he said he was really motivated to change and become a less dependent on me. So I'm really doubting whether it was the right thing to do in the end. Plus, I don't think I dare cheat on him again because of how much of an idiot I feel like now. And now that he's gone, I realise what I have lost. He hasn't changed his profile picture of us on social media and neither have I because we left it pretty open but I'm still unsure what to do. Do I give it the time and just wait until I get over him, or do I go back, explain that I'm looking for something more casual? I'm moving to uni next year, so we'd have to break up anyway, but I'm kind of thinking, what harm is having a year of fun? Would I really appreciate your thoughts on this? Ha ha ha. Oh. Yeah. Amy. 
Go on, Francis, give Amy, your... Amy, Amy, Amy. Go on, well, give your thoughts. Well, I think it sounds like uh, your boyfriend is a very uh, lovely guy, very forgiving. Or does he not know? I don't know. Did, did she say that he knew about the he, cheating? I, I don't think he knows about the cheating. I think she just broke it up. Well, she broke now. Until now. Until now, yeah. So, uh, well, maybe, uh, Amy, you should probably give him a call before he listens to this. <laughs> Podcast. Do you, do you know what I think? Do you know what I think, Amy? I think that, but you know, you're a young girl. Also, uni is 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 a time to have fun. So having a boyfriend, if he's not at your university, can be difficult. I've had, you know, I've had. You've the, had a boyfriend at I've, a different university. I've had. A, I've, well, I've had a girlfriend who was not at the same university as me. In it. Have you? I tell you what. Here we go. Have you ever cheated or been cheated on? Uh, yes. Yeah, does it hurt? Is it hurtful? It is very hurtful. And what, it rea- what you realise when you cheat on someone is that you don't, you know... It doesn't... You know, it, at the time, you, you're not... You know, it, it's, a, it's a lack of respect, ultimately, right? So if you, if, you, if you respect the person you're with, then you don't cheat on them. But, but that's not to say that these things don't... You do, you know, know, do you know what, Amy? I, you, say, can, you can realise that you, uh, you know, didn't respect someone as she now seems to be realising about her boyfriend. But I don't, think she, I don't know if Amy still respects him. She more just selfishly, slightly wants to just get back with him because she wants a bit of fun, that's what she's saying. Something casual. Something casual. So basically she wants to have her cake and eat it. Yeah. And, and, and I guess maybe she's got a flame for this Icelandic dude, so <laughs> she's... Uh, this Icelandic dude, dude sounds like a dick. Yeah, I mean, he, he, does didn't, he didn't respect you, Amy. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully Amy, he's... Fallen in some ice and frozen too. Or a volcano. Or a volcano. There's also yeah. volcanoes. But do you know what, Amy? You know, well, my... that would, you know, I mean, that's possible. That's why you may be not responding to <laughs> your messages. I mean, or, or, you know, what also happens quite frequently in Iceland is that uh, people mistake hot springs uh, for ones that you can swim in and they get boiled alive. So maybe he went for a casual stroll and saw a hot spring and decided to take a dip and, and now is a, a sort of rotisserie chicken. Why chicken? More, more like pork, I would say. Rotisserie pork. Rotisserie pork. Amy, do you know what? Um, my advice would be this. You know, you, I think if any, in any relationship, if you start to cheat, it's obviously not right. You've done the right thing to break up with this guy. Um, you know, you're going to uni, as you said. Be single, be free. You're young, have a lot of fun. You don't need to settle down right now. Trust me. Francis is 28 and, you know, settled down. Yeah, he settled down, but, you know. What? If he didn't have a girlfriend, you wouldn't be settled down. Well, that is the, you know, sort of... Yeah, that's kind of obvious, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So, I think with this guy, unfortunately, your boyfriend or whoever Just he be is, honest with him. Don't be honest with him now. Just leave it. But what? just don't. I wouldn't get back yeah. with him. I would leave it. I would move on. Find a different guy. Go to university. Live your life. Have a wonderful time. That's the way. Why forward. are you? Are you going to read out your number to this girl? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to read my number. Email to me, madam. Yeah. You, why are you email? You're, what are you read, writing? Speaking of which, that reminds me. Actually, talking of uh, emails, if any of you have any issues with work. Uh, happiness, love, sex. Your private parts. My private we parts. We want to hear your private parts. Yeah, we want to hear your private parts. Please email us at privatepartspodcast at gmail.com. We want to see and hear your private parts. So that's privatepartspodcast at gmail.com. And we will deal with whatever problems are 
present. Now, if you haven't listened to part one, go back and listen to it because we read out my diary where we discussed the Brits. We also had France's question of the week. Why in the UK do people drive on the left-hand side of the road? And the discussion between whether Coke Zero is the same as Dark Coke. Now, we have to surely answer that question right now. We actually have a can of Dark Coke and a bottle of Coke Zero. Now, Francis says they are exactly the same. We don't believe it is. So uh, we're going to do a taste test live on this pre-recorded podcast. I'm going to cover my eyes um, and we're going to have the test between... I I just know that I know the difference between Coke Zero and Dark Coke. Have we got it? Is this it in front of me? Yeah. Yeah. Right, here we go. I'm going to taste this right now. So I have two drinks in front of me. This is the first one. Ooh, okay. That was the first one. The second one. The second one is Coke Zero. The first one is Dark Coke. Shit! (laughs) (laughs) No! The first one tastes better. The first one tastes like that Francis is trying it. They're exactly the same. They're not exactly the same. They are exactly liar. the same. Let me they are exactly again. the same. They are exactly the same. It's just a marketing thing calling it zero. It's because men do not want to order a diet Coke. No, the, the second one is less flavour. Okay, Francis, you had your question of the week earlier in part one. Well, yes. So I asked you why uh, in Britain and former British colonies do uh, we drive on the left-hand side? And interestingly enough, you said it had something to do with uh, us being right-handed. You were close. Uh, it actually dates back to feudal times when knights would, uh, who normally would be right-handed and carry their sword in their right hand, um, and their, their shield, or their scabbard on, in their left hand, their scabbards would catch on passing carts and other, other horses. So they wanted to keep the scabbard on the left-hand side away from passing traffic. And so that's how, how um, we developed the rules. Eventually, obviously, the king was like, enough of this catching scabbards on people Is on the road. Is that what sounded like? Uh, now all knights must drive on the left-hand side, and so must everyone else. <laughs> One of France's delightful questions of the week, which we do every single podcast, so hopefully next time, Francis, I'm hoping you'll bring something better to the table. Well, we need a jingle still if someone's going to. Oh, and also, once again, if anyone has a jingle. A jingle competition. A jingle competition. uh, Anything sort of fun, light. It could be dark, it could be anything somber. A jingle competition. Please, uh, again, email us at uh, privatepartspodcast at gmail.com. Okay. And on that bombshell, I suppose, uh, we have to go into our diary of this week's episode, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Are you ready for it? Do you want me to read my diary? No, I'm reading my diary. Okay. All right. We've got to Thursday. And uh, we have just, I've just arrived in Germany to uh, Dusseldorf. Um, and here we go. The hotel that Ed and I stayed in in Dusseldorf was an old castle with a moat and everything. A kid's dream, right? Not if you're me. I still have to check under my bed at night and in a cupboard to make sure the boogeyman isn't there. This isn't a, Are you about to eat sweets during my no, diary? You no. are. You're literally about to eat sweets during my... You, you can't... You, what, what, why would you eat... I'm listening. I'm basically telling a ghost story. Oh. <clears throat> Jamie did bring the sweets. Yeah. I know I brought the sweets. I brought the sweets. I, I wish I hadn't. <clears throat> I'm now getting a frog in my throat because I'm annoyed. Okay, just, just um, continue. A kid's dream, right? Not if you're me. I still have to check under the bed at night and in the cupboard to make sure the boogeyman isn't there. This isn't a joke either. 
So arriving late at night in the middle of the German countryside to a castle and then told I have a, the tower suite is not my idea of fun. What did you just say? Are you speaking English or German? I, I said, what? What? <laughs> what is wrong with that? I, I, so should I tell you what happened? What were you checking in the cupboard for? Your poo? <laughs> Someone else's poo. Not, not everyone hides poo their again, poo. I'm not talking about poo again. Listen, did I tell you what happened? I got to this hotel in Dusseldorf, okay? It was in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the countryside, with my business partner. And we got into the receptionist. The receptionist said, here you go, here's your room keys. Fra- uh, Ed was on the bottom floor. I had the tower suite, okay? This, you can imagine this castle is as uh, scary as anything. I go into my tower suite, and it was a, a kind of... What is it? When it a, a, a turret. A, a turret? It's not a turret, it was a tower. And I went in there... There had a weird cupboard. It had this bed. There were, you know, there were so many angles, so many little cubby holes in the whole entire room. It had, it was like an annex. It had two, two levels in it, um, and it was haunted. A hundred percent was haunted. I kept feeling everyone was Did looking. Did you study at me. architecture? <laughs> so you know all these technical words. Do you know what, Francis? It was a hundred percent haunted. It was. It was haunted. I can feel that I can feel I can feel this energy. I can feel spirits. I can feel that. That's why I used to have a dream catcher. I can feel all of this. So can you though. You can feel the same kind of thing. Yeah, I have a dream catcher in my room. You do? Yeah. To catch your dreams. Yeah. Actually I've got a I've been having some dreams recently, which I'll tell you about. Are you it's in your diary, is it? Yeah. Okay. Well this this hotel was haunted. I therefore slept with all the lights on and still couldn't get to bed until around 2 a.m. I'm 28 years old and still scared of ghosts. To be fair, though, they are the scariest things in the world. Plus, having an early start of 6 a.m. in the morning meant I only had four hours sleep. Not what you need on an important day. I awoke with no bumps or scars in the night, headed to breakfast to me dead, and then off to meetings. I was talking... What? What? To me dead? No. What do you mean to me dead? I, I, to meet Ed. Oh, Ed, I wasn't okay. dead. No, to meet Ed. I thought you said what well, you were saying, to me dead. <laughs> I guess, to meet your dad in a South African accent or something. <laughs> To meet my dead. To me dead. It's like when you say, do you remember that, how you say, um, you can't say bacon. That, saying like you're saying beer can in say, Jamaican say, accent. Yeah, say beer, what does it say, beer can? Say beer can without making it sound bacon in Jamaican accent. Yeah. Do it, say it. Beer can. Beer can. Yeah. <laughs> Tom's to try it. Say beer can without something like Jamaican saying bacon. Beer can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, East London beer can. <laughs> I don't actually live in East London. <laughs> you discussed this. You, Elephant Castle, East London. Isn't Elephant Castle East London? No, it's South London. Oh, it's South, <laughs> South East. Isn't it South East London? No, it's like South Central. It's like Waterloo. Oh, really? Yeah. Typical. Um, typical. I, lo- I love Elephant Castle, actually. I do like elephants. I went. And I stayed in the castle, so perfect. There we go. Right, moving on. <laughs> I was talking to a German sweet company about my delicious sweet company candy kittens. However, sitting in a boardroom all day isn't, the in- isn't that interesting for the diary. Oh, I didn't really buy a new suitcase though. I find it hilarious that I added that bit in because it's probably more interesting to read back. Germany is a cool country, but why is there always the urge to make the same repeated joke about the war? So inappropriate and not even that funny. Wait, is there? Is, is that... What? Isn't there? I don't know. I think what, from, what joke about the war? Do you know? Do you know that's funny? It's from Faulty Towers. If you ever watched Faulty Towers, yeah. Basil Faulty constantly makes that joke about not mentioning the war, and so now it's stuck in my head. So I always constantly think about the war. Yeah. 
I remember it well. <laughs> but no, but what joke about the war? Don't know. I don't know what joke there would be. Just mentioning it. Just mentioning it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, war. <laughs> you can't do it in Germany. So about this war that we... <laughs> sorry. How would you mention that? I don't know. How would it even come up in conversation? Yeah. Anyway. Did it come up in your conversation? No, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't come up. Right, well, Barocas. On the plane and back home to London, Frankie has asked to have a chat with me, which normally means I've done something wrong. I swear being single is so much easier. The only person you can let down is yourself, and when you do let yourself down, you don't really care. Friday. I forget sometimes the pleasure of sleeping in one's own bed, especially after a night of terror in the German horror hotel. The problem, though, is arriving back so late and having not really slept the night before because of the ghost haunting my room, my body and brain still want to sleep, but my alarm told me that wasn't the case. Where does sleep from your eyes come from? Especially when you're super tired, you can hardly open your eyes because of the crust sticking them together. Plus, my face always seems to swell and puff when I've been sleeping. Again, a situation I cannot explain. What did Frankie have, want to chat about? Let's go back to that. Yeah, let's, let's talk about Frankie. And, and she was, she just, apparently I don't, apparently I don't behave like a boyfriend should behave. Not in the terms of cheating like Amy has done, but no, just in terms of the fact that I, I, I don't, I don't <clears throat> put her first. I don't think about her. You know, I just, I just don't apparently. You know, actually, Katie listened to the podcast. She said, God, Jamie sounds like he... <laughs> He's, he'd be a nightmare boyfriend. Well, Katie, you can shut up. <laughs> stop, stop questioning my life. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm not the best. Bo- I actually not. I'm not the best boyfriend in the world. She didn't say it like in a mean way. She said, "God, Jamie sounds like a nightmare boyfriend." I don't think am I, I. don't think I am a nightmare boyfriend. No, I don't think you are. No, no. I don't think she used the word nightmare. What would she say? Tricky. Yeah, I think she said, I think it was tricky. Yeah, no, it was a nightmare, wasn't it? It was full-on nightmare, boyfriend. No, no. I am. Do you know what it is? It's because... No, no, I think she said rubbish, rubbish. I suppose it's because one of, one of my, one of my, I suppose if I had to say one of my, my minuses, one of my negatives that I have is being selfish. I'm slightly selfish. And so I can't... Slightly. Slightly. <laughs> I'm slightly, there's a smidge of selfishness a smidge in of, me. A smidge of shellfishness. <laughs> there's a smidge of shellfish in me. Yeah, there's a smidge of... You're self- just a little bit selfish, yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. What do you find? What is your negative points? Perfectionist. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a bit of a workaholic. So looking puffy and crusty, I ventured into my long, jam-packed day. The only savers when you feel this way, I swear, are barocas. Once that orange nectar slips down your throat, I don't know what chemical reaction is with your body, but for some reason the cloud is slightly lifted. The haze disappears and you feel great going into the world. It's called vitamin C. Yeah, but there must be something else in it. Effervescent. What did you call the Barockas before? Baroque stars. Baroque. No, that was just a joke about the Baroque movement. You know, music and art. and <laughs> Baroque stars. But... Yeah, yeah, I know. Of course I know about that. Oh, yeah. the old Brock stars. <laughs> that it wasn't the Brock movement. Actually, it was a, one of the one of the biggest movements in yeah. in the past. You've had a few bigger movements <laughs> in cupboards. <laughs> I must confess, sometimes I double drop them, and then shit really does go crazy. My Friday had me running from meeting to meeting, and I say running, but in fact taking cabs, which burns a hole in your wallet. Not, not your calories. <laughs> Not your calories. I'm trying to start taking the tube though, but it's a habit not to. What are the advantages of the tube against road transport? So many, I think. I just hate the sensation of being underground. There's always that rumour that if a tube driver has three people jump in front of their tube to kill themselves in their lifetime, on the third time, they get to retire with a bonus and full pay for the rest of their lives. What? <laughs> Basically, that's true. Really? I think that there's a movie about it. I swear, with, with, with Shrimmer. It was, it was it was Shrimmer, the guy from Friends, Ross from Friends, I'm sure. Supposedly, if you're a tube driver, right, you, uh, and someone jumps in front of your tube, they do it three times. Apparently, it's so damaging, you know, mentally and everything like that, of course it would be, that you... What, the same person? No, the, the same, no, not the... It can't be the same person three times jumping in front of your tube. Yeah, that would be distressing. <laughs> not again! <laughs> Larry! <laughs> Larry! Larry! Larry, what are you doing again? No, apparently if they jump three times in front of you to three separate people, um, you get full pay bonus and paid for the rest of your life and you can retire. And there's this movie about it where he's trying to persuade his friend to be the third person. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. If I was ever going to kill myself, though, the chance of jumping in front of... Why are you laughing? It just... Well... Because I thought it was my diary, I can write what I want. Okay, yeah, go, go on. Yeah. If I was ever going to kill myself, though, the chance of jumping in front of a tube would be minimal. Perhaps jumping from a plane or something adventurous like that. But jumping in front of something that, without clear evidence, is going to finish you? No way. Friday has just become a little sombre. Did anyone jump in front of the tube? Or? No, no one jumped in front of the tube. I'm just there was saying. a tube strike. There was a tube strike because apparently eight drivers would be inconvenienced uh, by them moving some depots, so they'd have to commute to work. So they went on strike. <laughs> Look at Francis' ecstatic the, face. The drivers, the, the tube drivers went on strike because they'd have to commute to work. <laughs> which is ever so inconvenient. How do you think we feel, tube drivers? Well, not, not me, but... <laughs> Saturday. As we know, I don't really like writing about my weekend because normally on a, su- a Sunday is spent under the duvet eating crap while watching terrible TV, while a Saturday is time to catch up with long-lost friends or experiment the same thing you've done for the last 10 years. I promised myself that I would create an experience and go on more adventures, hence the tattoo on my wrist saying adventure. 
There it is, everyone. If you want to see it, they can't see it. Well, I know, it's a but podcast. You, I'm, I'm, I know they can't see it, but I'm showing it to you so you can see it. it says adventure on my left hand. I've seen it before, still don't like it. <laughs> but I haven't got round to it. Plus, why have my childhood rules become my adult dreams? When I was younger, I had rules. I wasn't allowed to go out, I had a bedtime and it was early. And now being so-called adult, all I want to do is go to bed early and not go out. The only reason this doesn't happen is because I have a terrible sense of FOMO. Now, FOMO is the fear of missing out. As you're all sure, this can't be diagnosed or there's no medication for it, but I have it in abundance. I'm still waiting for the cure. Perhaps it's marriage or even kids. Both of these seem like a big commitment, so I have to deal with this disease. I'm sure one day it will pass and I'll be free from that day on. Have you ever had FOMO, Francis? Yeah. It's the worst, isn't it? Yeah. Well, obviously, because I was still on Facebook when I was living in Africa, I'd get invited to these fun parties and I'd be sat literally in the middle of a jungle. Uh, having a party by yourself? Well, it's often not having a party at all. But you must get it a lot because there's like a lot of stuff you don't get invited to. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is why FOMO becomes a real big problem. Social media, Facebook, you know, these these things, these things create FOMO because well, you can see them before. They do, yeah. Before you were never, you never knew if you missed a party. You never knew if your spouse or someone cheated on you. You never knew these things. Well, exactly, yeah, yeah. No, and and also, you didn't know that you weren't being, you weren't invited, right? I feel like I'm invited to more things than you, though. So I don't really care. Um, maybe more, uh, more. I don't know, probably not the same parties. I'll probably get invited to different parties. I actually have to, when I have to ask you to be invited to parties. I get invited, I go, well, can can you just invite Francis as well? I tried asking on your behalf, but they've just basically, I've given up actually. (laughs) Don't think anyone actually likes you apart from me, so. I don't care what everyone else says about you, I like you, so. (laughs) Sunday. I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. Saturday, the FOMO kicked in hard, and by this time, the dose seemed to be a lot stronger. So yes, it's duvets on the sofa with Frankie, resting next to me all day. Her FOMO seemed to hit her a lot harder than me, so she feels a little worse. Do you ever do anything other than sit on the sofa on Sundays? Yes. I go to church. Mm, I don't think you do. I I don't go to church. But I'm trying to find... There needs to be something... Sunday TV is terrible. There needs to be something on Sundays that people can do. I actually just went to church on the way here. No, you didn't. There's a Catholic church. You did right not there. go into Italian When was the last church. time you repented for your sins? Never. Oh, no, last week. You're lying. Regularly. If you walked into a Catholic church, you'd burn. Mm, that, I'm a Catholic, so that's clearly not true. <laughs> <laughs> she does, however, have the advantage of the 22 year old blood. It's like vampire blood or werewolf. Yes, the morning after the night it hurts, but recovery time is much quicker, and you don't really get that regret. Oh, the dream of being 22 again. Another week down. What was your favourite age? Um, Do you know where mine was? Mine was 17 and 21. 17 because I started dating, dating two girls at once. So I felt really cool. And do you want to hear this story? This is, this is completely true. I was dating... Amy, you should listen to this. I was dating two girls at once. And I dated this one girl and she watched me play a rugby match. Anyway, I went into Oxford afterwards and I took this girl into Oxford and put her on a train. And I met up with the second girl and I thought okay this is cool started like you know having fun with the second girl kissing all those kind of things and my dad said was going to pick me up or I was going to go to his house um, that evening so I went to the train station with the second girl went on the platform and the first girl was already still there because her train had been delayed and so I quickly pushed the second girl to the side walked onto up the, the train tracks <laughs> 
I quickly pushed the first second. And one train driver retired. <laughs> a happy man. <laughs> I pushed one girl out of the way and went towards the second girl. And she said, and I was just like, oh, I was like, oh, you train station. She said, who's that? And I said, that's my sister. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's not why 17 was my favourite age, by the way. It just was a great age. And then 21 again, finished university, super exciting. Had the whole world ahead of me. Mm. When was yeah, yours? 21 was good. I mean, I, I've had some good, good years, actually. 25 was a good one. What about your worst 20 year? 20 was pretty good. Worst. Actually, I, I quite liked it when I got to 21. That was... what, about, what about your diary? If you're gonna, now that you get to judge my diary the entire time, why don't we judge your diary? Well, I've only got one entry here because I... Um, didn't bring the whole thing. Well, that was lazy of you. But uh, I'll, read, I'll read something from last Monday. Okay, read away. I don't know, you can tell me. It won't be better than mine, so everyone out there who's probably listening... Probably not, no. I mean, yours is lo- much longer. Well, it's not even longer. It's just it's probably Where better grammar, it? it's probably funnier, everything. Everything all round is better. Okay. Um, Monday. I woke up from another dream in which I was painting the flat. Snooze. Your, yeah, your, your dreams are snooze. Why would you be dreaming of painting a flat? How boring again. I suppose it has been on my mind quite a bit, and I am guilty of being particularly excited about the colour palette. <laughs> Pigeon, green smoke and white tie from Farrow and Ball to paint you a picture. You're not dreaming about paint colours and painting. You can't, you can't write the diary just because we've been talking about it. No, no, no. I, no this was last week. Yeah, but you can't, I, I, you can't just write the diary and just be like, oh, this is what I pretend to be dreaming about. It has to be real. No, no, it is real. That, I, was, I, was, I dreamt that I was painting the flat. It's like a recurring dream at the moment. Well, Francis, you lead a very boring life. It, it is getting a bit repetitive now, though, this flat painting dream. But I'm hoping it won't, I won't repeat the same, some of the same mistakes I've made in my dream rehearsals, like painting over the windows, <laughs> which I did do, and it was very odd. I also painted over a clock, which, was, was, which obviously I'm not going to do in real life. Um, or at least I hope not. When I, I feel like I'm having a lucid dream right now. I don't know what is real and what's not. What is, what is, what is part in your diary and what is not in when your diary? When I do actually get round to Wait, painting... Wait, is this, is this reading you di- this, your diary? This is, this is reading, maybe, reading you sh- maybe you should, maybe you should like, change your voice when you read your diary. Okay, Dr- reading voice. When I actually do get round to painting the flat... I hope I'll dream of something else, less mundane, and not be stuck endlessly repainting the flat like Sisyphus pushing his boulder up the hill for eternity. But I suppose I'll get quite good. I had some errands to run before my lunch meeting with my publisher, and so I got on my jogging gear and decided to literally run all of my errands. What errands did you have to do? Who has errands? I had, I had errands every Monday. I've got, you know, things that you can't do on the weekend. What is, what is one of your errands you have to do? Uh, uh, I like to hit the ground running on a Monday, literally and figuratively. After the bank and the post office, I had to go and pick up an ironing board from Katie's flat. Jogging home with it in my lycra, I wondered if I might appear to pass us by as a very p- confused surfer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, maybe I'll also iron some of Katie's laundry to be helpful. Surf's up, bras. <laughs> Very good. Uh, as a first entry, that's, that's, that's my first entry. Now, how about um, I read out some of our reviews that we had from last week's podcast? And I feel like what we want to do now is we're going to make this a weekly thing. So if anyone feels like leaving a review, good, bad, mediocre, it doesn't matter, please leave it because we're going to read it out every single week. Please do it. 
Um, where, where do they leave the review? They leave the review um, on the podcast. If you go to podcast on, on the iTunes, podcast. You, you, you click on to write a comment or review, and you can. it's, it's pretty simple to do. Um, I actually haven't written a review yet of my own, pod, uh, own podcast, but I feel like I might. Me too. You know? Do you know what, also, Francis, do you want to, I feel like we need a round of applause. Do you know why? Why? Because we actually got to uh, number two in the podcast list. In the world? In, in the UK, yeah. Oh, number two. Wow. That's quite good. It's, it's pretty, yeah. But we can do better. Yeah, so guys, remember, thank you. And also thank you to everyone who has subscribed and supported us and hope you're enjoying them. Um, enjoying anyway, them? Enjoying them, yeah. I'm going to read out some of the reviews. You ready for this? <clears throat> ready. Reviews. So the very first one we have is from Miranda, who says, Hilarious trailer, just what a podcast should sound like. Looking forward to it. She just listened to the trailer, though. She just listened to the trailer. We have Curtis. This podcast is going to be unreal. Can't wait to hear more. Jamie and Francis. Georgie Lewis. I love. This is amazing. Lord of all pods. Brilliant. Can't wait for more episodes. Marky Wynum. Amazing. Absolutely hilarious. Absolute top podcast. Media verse fan. Big fan of this. Hope it becomes a weekly thing. Well, it is. Um, Amazerel said, hilarious, a triumph. Um, then we had Sarah JNY, who rate, wrote this. Are you ready? You want to, this, yeah. this is going to make you excited, Francis. Uh, she said, listen, listen, to, listen to this, basically. Discovering private parts... Do you want me to read it? No, I'm help. reading it. No, I've got it. Discovering private parts like never before. It isn't difficult to see why Jamie has reference of the boy who couldn't grow up on some of his body parts and why he counts himself as the honorary lost boy. Listening to the podcast reveals stories and experiences from his daily life and all of those involved. His playful, humorous and cheeky as though, in fact, Jamie the boy is exploring life in Jamie the man's body. Not filing slow low, the first podcast featuring one of Jamie's fellow lost boys, Bull, in fact, is far from the loss and gives him guidance, added facts and details to the topics being discussed. Far from boring, Francis brings his own hilarious recounts to the story time adventure. Like what he would do with his dad's tools at the age of three and how he taught himself to ride a bicycle, all of which Jamie confronts by Bull's mum. Although it hasn't been announced yet, yet I'm sure this will... Who wrote this? Sarah, 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 uh, JNY. It just says she's providing us with a lot of laughs. Oh, great. Well, thanks very much for your very detailed prognosis. Yeah. We have Louis, Lisa Luby. This is my favourite thing right now. Wish I could listen every day. Well done, boys. Hannah Elizabeth. Sat listening to this, eating a pack of candy kittens. Ah, as far as I can't get anything better. And, and it just, it does. It just goes on and on. We did, however, have a um, couple of bad reviews. Um, oh, well, read those. Which, which aren't actually here. Oh, no, here we go. We have a bad review, which is from... I'm not going to say the name, but really not funny is the title. Oh. I don't mind Made in Chelsea, so that's why it has two stars. Just all over the place and not that funny. Some structure required. Jamie strikes me as something surrounded by too many people as yes-men, as he's not that funny, but <laughs> think he's, he thinks he is. <laughs> well, that's good feedback. Thanks for that. Actually, that's useful. We, maybe we do need a bit more structure. And on that bombshell, my friend, um, I think that's all we got time for this week's episode. So please do leave more reviews and feedback, and hopefully uh, we can uh, be. This can be an ever-improving podcast week by week. And remember, if you enjoyed the show, please leave a comment, subscribe, subscribe, and also please email us with any problems because we want to call you. We want to help you with your problems, like we said, whether it's work-related 
uh, sex related, relationship related, doesn't matter. Just email us at privatepartspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. No, you can sign this one off, Francis. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, Please tune in next Friday for podcast number three. So leave, leave them with something inspiring. You can do anything, everyone. We walked on the moon, didn't we? <laughs> bye. <everyone>. Apparently. <laughs> allegedly. We're not sure. Bye-bye. It's contentious. Goodbye. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl, yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>